Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Lumen Project. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Jeff Bernheisel. What's up, Joe? Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello sir. Hello. Uh, we, you and I have, uh, within the last couple of days here, started our our next sprint, first sprint, um, as it relates to sort of our, you know, our annual goal or or 90-day goal process um, framework. Um, not that you and I, but you didn't give me yours and I didn't give you mine. It's just like, this is what we do in the Lumen Project, right? Is we're working on the best version of ourselves and- um, one of the ways to do that is to kind of chunk down how we, the things we want to do, the, the intentions we have, and then to go pursue those. Yeah. So. Um, kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, you just, you said the magic word there was intentions. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago and intentions yeah, right. and being purposeful. It's kind of the, the point of all the point of this group is, you know, purpose driven men yeah. is to help each other, whatever that looks like. And so, I thought it was cool when you, you know, you last week you and I discussed our, our frameworks and our, our ways. Cause like the way you're doing this and the way you've structured how you're designing this game, if you want to call it that is, I want to say drastically different than how I do it, but, but kind of, and that's super cool to me. I think it should be that way. Like I was mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. I never felt like I owned the process when I, when I was doing this in other groups before, like back when I, when I was going through all my crazy stuff, looking looking for help, I guess you would say, um, I just never felt like I owned it. I always felt like, oh, somebody else is telling me what to do. You know, I'll <laughs> right. go do that, and like it kind of worked, but but I never, I never had full ownership of it. And so when I designed my game and my structure, my framework, mm-hmm. it, it was a game changer because I was all, all of a sudden like I designed it and I owned it. And now I need to go do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that, I think that's part of the secret sauce, uh, at least for me, has been um, finding ways to own the things that move my life forward. And I like like you, I mean, I, I was a good student. I would go read the books. I paid for the coaches. I did the classes. You know, I I was a good student and um, I would do the work because I I'm if I'm going to invest in it, I'm going to do the work. But I just, there was nothing that kept me interested. It was interesting in the beginning until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, eh, whatever, this is boring. I've been here, done that, you know, and nothing in my future pulled me forward. It was like, it was just all about doing the thing rather than living into my future. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I noticed was it got, as it got harder, and I mean, and, and, and in a lot of cases, as I'm finding out even again today, mm-hmm. it's hard from the get go. Yeah. And you're way more likely to quit immediately. Yeah. Like, you know, before I even get started, I'm already like, yeah. that's hard. And in past times, and even now I call it like the, there's two, two dudes sitting on my shoulder. There's the little lesser self guy. And then there's the future self. And, yeah. and we, I think we talked about this in one of the early, early podcast shows where that lesser self, he's the guy that's like, man, this is hard. You should just not do that. Mm-hmm. And right. depending on your mental state of mind and where you are in life and all of that, you know, that like he, he, he wins a lot. And I think, yeah, especially in the last few years, like I know so many friends that have just become complacent and, you know, they, they set out these big, huge, crazy goals yeah. and then they just don't, they don't, they just don't <laughs> like yeah. nothing happens. They don't do anything because before they even get started, they're like, Oh, that's hard. Uh, and they'll right. make every excuse in the book. And I, I, I 
been there, done that. I can, I can talk openly about it. Like I used to make every excuse. I don't have time. Uh, it's too hard. I'm too sore. Yeah. I got other shit to do. Like, right. You know, we yeah. just did that exercise a few days ago in getting ready for this new sprint where I mapped out my, my whole week. Like I put it literally down on paper and like sketched out a week calendar down to the hour. And uh, I was like, look at all this time. Like I'm a busy dude. I've got a full-time job and a bunch of part-time shit and life and all of that. But I'm like, like we all have the same 24 hours. And people ask that, how do you get so much done? How, how do these billionaire CEOs get so much done? How does anybody that's ultra high producing get right. so much stuff done when we only have 24 hours in a day? And I'm like, well, sufficiencies and you can't dilly dally. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think there's, you know, that's <laughs> the, there's another, maybe not another person, but, um, cause you got your lesser self, your future self, and maybe it's an evolved, uh, maybe I'll say it this way. It's an evolved future self because, uh, there was a, a period in my life where I used anger to sh- cause myself to show up. I feel like I've mentioned that in past episodes, but mm-hmm. there for many years, two decades of my professional career or my life, I was using anger. Not, not, I wasn't like, you know, punching people out and having like temper tantrums, but uh, uh, inside the voice was sit your ass down and get to work. And so I used anger to force me to do the work. And I don't think that's uncommon for men. I think men um, with the kind of pressure we have and the, the, the man up and be a man and all the, the, the cultural, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, right. From last week's episode, like there's all this chirping that, causes us to lock our emotions down or any sort of grace, any sort of um, gentleness gets locked away. We go, just do the fucking work. And we yell at it we, at ourselves and we yell at each other and we're like, you just got to do the work. Um, I'm actually quoting now one of these popular men's programs where they say, do the fucking work. Like that's their tagline, do the fucking work. And there's, you can hear the energy and the angst, the, the anger behind what it is to show up and do work. And I, I think I was trying to do the work in the name of my future self, but it was not a wise and benevolent future self who was helping me move my life forward. It was the, the lesser self being pissed about something and then forcing the lesser self to try to do it until he just didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And then he was like, well, fuck this. And then just made it wrong, (laughs) made whatever the program was wrong and then picked another program. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, self-sabotage is how most people describe right what, what we're talking about and uh yeah 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 i mean it's just this ongoing internal dialogue between these voices in our heads right and, and yeah. so some like i've mentioned that to people in the past and they're just like what you know voices in your head like are you do you need medication for that or like what's going on and like we all have it it's of it's course. our you know, their subconscious level speaking yeah various goods and bads, I guess right. good way to say it. But, but yeah, it's an interesting thing. And uh, it goes back to what you were just saying. Like you didn't own, you know, they were telling you what to do. You didn't own it. You weren't, right. you weren't being intentional because you were just doing what they told you and it wasn't yours. Yeah. And the game, the game changes when you can take that kind of ownership where you're like, you know, you sit down and think like, this is, this is how I structure mine. When I, when I do this every 90 days, or whatever it's, I sit down and look and I'm like, all right, at, at the end of this 90 days, 
And I used to do it for longer, and you can do both. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's almost like creating a vision board. Yeah. You know, a year from now, how do I want my life to look? I actually have a saying hmm. on my little whiteboard next to me with, with my goal tracker. If your life was exactly the same in six months, would you be okay with that? Hmm. Every fucking day I look at that and I'm like, no, <laughs> I wouldn't. Interesting. Uh, it's a good reminder. And so, you know, I used to do it for like a five year and then a one year. And now, you know, if you do it right and you do it enough times, I'm like, how do I want to break it down even further? Like, how do I want my life to look 90 days from now? I have that big, crazy vision for five years from now and and even one year from now. Like you and I have talked about some of those plans. Those are still there, but I've broken that down a little bit further where I'm like, all right, in the next 90 days, what what am I going to do in the next 90 days to get there? Yeah. Knowing that if I do that enough times, I will get to that big vision. Yeah. Right. And then I take that little 90 day vision and I'm like, all right, cool. There's the the goals that I need to, to make that happen and make that a reality. Then I break that down to a daily level. What do I need to do to do every single day sure. to build that with intention? And yeah. that's my that's my framework that I go by. Yeah. The, the little checklist. Every day I have four things to do. And as long as I do those four things, I know because I've done it correctly. I've planned it that that will get me to my vision for the 90 days, the one year and the five year. Mm, nice. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, maybe I, maybe I'm living under a rock. I feel like at some level, a lot of guys, at least that would listen to podcasts that are into personal development. A lot of guys are already familiar with the idea of like, take a, a someday goal and break it down into bite-sized chunks. You know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Like line up your dominoes, the one thing, like there's, there, there's, mm-hmm. there's precedent for how do we chunk down our lives? But I think the value of this conversation really is in the nuance uh, of, of people who are actually doing or have lived the ups and downs of this, this path of, of living the best version. Like for me, I've been doing this for 20 plus years and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm intimately a- acquainted with the nuance of what works and doesn't work for me. Right. Like, n- and not that I have it all figured out, but like, I, kn- I know where I fail and I can, and I, I, I recognize it faster. Um, I'm good at reframing things for myself so that I stay in the game instead of saying, fuck the game. I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, the value here for other, for other guys is I think the nuance in exploring that together. Like, what do you notice? Here's what I notice. How are you planning your 90 days here? So I plan my 90 days because that's the thing I'm interested in. I'm interested in talking to other guys that, that are on this path. And I don't, yeah. I'm not interested for those of you listening. I'm not interested in any of you mansplaining to me, you know, what the right answer is, right? Don't fucking get on the Facebook group and tell me, oh, this is how you're supposed to do it. I, what I'm interested in is what are you noticing about how you do it? And could you pass that on? Cause I'd like be, I'd be interested to hear about it. Yep. So I, I pulled out my, like I, I keep this on my desk, the, the actual framework. One of the things as, as I'm going through this midway through, I stop and ask questions to myself. Mm, nice. You know, we share these frameworks like these, I, I say, this is mine, but like I give this to whoever wants it. But, uh, one of the questions that I ask myself, I'll just go over all like, well, why are these 12 week objectives important to me? Mm-hmm. And the second one is what situations could arise that would keep me from completing my objectives? Mm-hmm. How will I handle those situations when they arise? 
and how will I celebrate the completion of my 12 week, 12 week objectives? Like yeah. you just said it where you're like, I, I, I've been doing this long enough. I know myself well enough. I'm 45 years old. I know what that little guy on my shoulder is going to say mm-hmm. at certain points. I know when it gets hard, when I'm sore, mm-hmm. when I, when I don't have time or, you know, something comes up like tomorrow, I'm already thinking about tomorrow. I'm like, man, it's my buddy's birthday party. After work, we are yeah. going to a surprise birthday party. We're doing it at the park. We're doing this. We're doing that. Like that five hours of time between work and going to bed is is gone. Mm, right. Oh shit. Where am I going to fit in my hour and a half of right. you know, doing those other four things that I have to get done tomorrow? Right. I'll squeeze them in wherever I can. But uh, I know that and, and the answer to that question, when I, the thing that I wrote when it's like, what, what is it that's going to cause a problem for me it's it's just me procrastinating it's just me coming up with an excuse it's me listening to my lesser self yeah uh like i already know what he's gonna say so tomorrow's busy you don't have time it's fine you can do it tomorrow (laughs) yeah right 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 like Mm. and there's nothing wrong you know shit happens you know like like tomorrow you know if it wasn't a birthday party that's kind of to me that's that's a lame excuse like i'll i'll do it I'll do my workout before I go to the birthday party. I'll, I'll squeeze a quick shower in, whatever. Uh, you know, if something happens, like I have to take my mom to the hospital, I have to go do this. Like life happens. I don't expect everybody every day. Right. Now, back back in the day when I kind of started doing all of this, like the group that I was in, if you missed a day, if you did not post your, your workout video and your story that you were telling yeah. and check in with your team and your leader, you got kicked out of the group. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a like, like there was no second chance. It was like one time you're out yeah. and you know, you're paying 300 bucks a month for this, make it count. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I, I did that like one time, honestly, I was like, I've made time. It's 1155 at night and I'm laying in bed and I'm typing out on my phone in the Facebook group, my, my check-in post uh-huh, yeah. and I'm, I'm fitting it in, you know, <laughs> Well, I, this happened twice, actually. I'm, now that I think about it, uh, I fell asleep that time. I fell asleep. Yeah. And I, just like no excuse. I was typing it out. I literally just fell asleep, typing it out. Didn't yeah. get sent. Uh, the second time it happened, I missed the cutoff by three minutes and they kicked me out that oh, month. Wow. And that was that one. That one hurt because I just wasn't paying attention. Same deal. You know, it's 11, 1150. Something I start typing my little check-in post. And I've got my video. Like I did the work. Right. I looked like I woke up the next day and I had an email from my team leader that was basically like, "Sorry to do this to you, man, but you know you missed the cutoff." And I'm like, "You know what the fuck are you talking about?" And I went back and looked and I was like, "Sure as shit, I posted at like twelve oh three. Oh man. And I was like, "Dude, that cost me three hundred bucks. Like that that hurts." Yeah. And so. Uh, I'm I'm really aware of how I'm going to self-sabotage and I do my best to avoid those situations in advance. I know what's going to happen. I know to avoid that. And then, uh, you know, and then you know, the universe takes care of the rest, I guess you could say. But Yeah. I think when you're the, I think when you are the designer of your own game or the, the artist of your life, that there is um my my experience is that how i relate to this game how i relate to my sprints and the things i'm working on um is less of a ceo accountability turn your reports in give me your numbers like and more of um 
it's just it's gentler it's it's flowier like it's easier to be with like so like last night my intention yesterday was to do a full body workout and throw in my my 21 day arms from jeff cavalier so i was like okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that i got to the end of the day i was exhausted it was weird i don't know it was weird and i got to the end and i'm like well i'm not gonna do a full body body workout i will go do the tricep day i'll go do triceps so i did my triceps and i was done and i'm like all right well i'm building momentum I'm, I'm two days in, this is yesterday, I'm two days into the sprint, I'm building momentum. And I was able just to be with, I did some of it, I didn't do everything that I said I would do. And the bigger picture here is a life I'm designing and creating. And I, I whether I did it all today or not, isn't even the point. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think if you as a guy are having a relationship that's angsty to goal setting and getting goals done, that you beat yourself up and berate yourself on the days you don't do it. I I don't know how are you know how good a relationship you have with personal development. You're just going to resent it. Right, right. I part so I I recognized that when I went through that, and, you know, like I said, you miss it by 3 minutes you're out of the group and you don't get your money back and you're screwed, whatever. Yeah. So when I built this version because the, you know that that wasn't every day we have one day off. So basically six out of seven days, you had to do it, had to be in time and all that. So I don't know if you noticed this, but in my Excel sheet that I use, you know, it's seven, seven days. Yeah. Purposefully check those box every day. You're going to get a hundred percent and it's green. But if you miss a day yeah, and I don't know the numbers, like Excel calculates it for me or whatever. But like, if I miss a day out of the week, something happens, life happens, whatever. And I don't check the box that day on that item. Yeah. It'll be yellow. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you missed a day. You're at 70%. My my goal is to be all greens at the end of the month. Yeah. But if I have a yellow one here and there, like it's not the end of the world. Right. If I have a red, red, red just means like you, you missed multiple days in this week. Like, you yeah, know, probably don't want i don't want reds i don't want any reds but if i have yellows and mostly greens that's that means i'm i'm good i'm good with that yeah uh, so yeah it doesn't have you know, like i don't need to beat myself up and if you know it's not the end of the world and i'm not losing 300 bucks so so i built a little forgiveness into my into my structure versus what i was used to in the past right. because i know that too like life does happen and there were a few times when I mean, shit, there, there was, so I did this. I don't know if I ever told you this. I think I did this for like a year and a half hmm. every, every month and 90 days for, for like a year and a half. And one of the sprints, like I had a friend, I mean, this is a little too deep probably, but I had a friend that was about to commit suicide and I had to drop everything and go help that person. And in doing so I missed a day and obviously got kicked out of the group and I explained that to my team. I was like, cause this, I think that was the, actually the first time that I, that I dropped the ball yep. and, you know, in the group, like, you know, you don't, you don't get a chance to go say like, Hey, sorry guys, I didn't check in. Uh, but I did at the end of that day, I was like, sorry, you know, I missed the cutoff. I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that I let you guys down. Here's what happened. I would do that every day of the week if right. I needed to. Yeah. I mean, and, 300 bucks doesn't mean shit. Right. I'm like, you know, sorry, you guys, you know, cause it, <laughs> you got penalized. The team got penalized. If a group member gets kicked out, the team has to do more burpees and more of the physical activity things. So it's like, 
yeah. the more people that drop out, the more the rest of the team gets penalized. And it was kind of a brutal structure, but, but I was like, sorry guys. However, I would do it every day of the week. And I hope that you guys would too. Right. And everybody seemingly was like totally fine with it. But yeah. But again, I, in my, in my current situation, I have built in a little bit of forgiveness for myself. So if that day comes again, I'm not like, oh, fuck, man, my, my buddy's about to commit suicide, but I got to get my workout done. Right. I got to get my topics written. Like I should never think that. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I think that's the power of um, how you relate to your, 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 you know, your game, your development, how you're building your life. If you're building your life in a way that's punitive and, um, um, angsty, then, I mean, I've done it that way. I just don't enjoy it. So I had, what I had to find for myself was a way, and I think I have now, I think I've done this enough to be like finding ways that it feels creative. Um, it feels inspiring. My future self is, um, compelling. I'm like, I really like the vision of that. And, Mm -hmm. and then my relationship to the work to get there isn't, um, punitive or angsty it's it's a creation it's a build momentum it's you know process everything everything is positive that's how it to me yeah right i mean i i grew up in a family where you know negative reward like if if you don't do this then if this then that kind of thing and it's that was it was uh mm-hmm. it was not like hey jeff you did a really good job let's go celebrate it was like yeah. great job whatever. But if I did anything wrong, it was like, Oh, here's you did this wrong. And you know, it was like very much like that. And so just designing your own game, that's what it comes down to. And I I love, like I said, I share this with other people and they're like, that's cool. I want to change it. I want to do this to it. I want to do that to it. I'm like, go nuts. Like yours is drastically different in the sense of, you know, you're building in more gamification type stuff and reward things. And, and that's super cool. I mean, I'm, I'm finding it to be cool. I, I've been interested in gamification for years, but, and, and even that in some ways was uh, somebody else telling me about gamification. And I'm like, oh, that's a good concept. But like I said, it takes nuance playing with it yourself until you find an inroad to where it makes sense for you and you enjoy it. And you're like, this is, this is ownership. This is mine. And I feel yeah. like I now have some of that. And to have a community, right. To have a group of men in the Lumen Project who are, all engaged in their own version of this who are all figuring out how do I own the game called my life and how do I play it? And then being able to uh, support one another in the games we're playing as we do it is uh, hard to find because most groups for men are some, you know, leader beating his chest and telling you how you're supposed to do it or you get kicked out. Yeah. And I just don't think that's, I just don't think that honors your own creativity. This is your life. You need to design it. So let's compare notes and walk each other home. And I wondered early on, I wondered if you kind of had to go through something like that to recognize probably that it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I, think, I think a lot of people do like everybody that I know that has joined any sort of structure like that. It's like, man, this is awesome. And then, you know, a month later, they're like, this is not that great anymore. And then <laughs> right, it always starts later, off awesome. You know, they're like, screw this shit. I'm over this. Yeah. I I was, I don't want to say, I guess stubborn might be the best word. Like I was stubborn enough that it lasted a year and a half. 
Mm. And I beat myself up. And I mean, there were days when I'm out running a 5k knowing that I basically have pneumonia because I got sick the previous week running my 5k in the rain. And, you know, Tuesday was, it was 5k Tuesday. We have to run 5k. You had to take little screenshots of your, your, your map, my run stuff and put the date and time in there. I mean, I'm out just soaked. I'm not a runner too. I fucking hate running, Uh but it's what you had to do on the Tuesdays. And I got sick one time, you know, it wasn't, I don't know if it was pneumonia or, just a really, really bad cold or whatever. But the next week I was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to end up in the, I'm going to have to go to the doctor because I'm too stubborn to yeah. let my body tell me, don't do that. Don't, don't be dumb. <laughs> There's even, a, if I, this may not be true for you. I can see it in my own lived experience in, in my past that underneath the stubbornness of doing that, there could be a cultural conversation that says, be a man right? Be a man. Don't quit. Be a man. And then you start to see how all of this toxic masculinity, this is what I think people mean by toxic masculinity, that there's a, there's a toxic nature to you thinking that, you know, you got to grind it out. Otherwise you're not a man. You're to go back to last week's episode. You're a pussy. You're not a man. You're a pussy. You're, you're like, you're quitting. You're, you know, and I think this is the angst and the the energy that keeps us in an unhealthy relationship to our own personal development. Yeah, It'd be interesting it's to do a future episode that. on mental health, by the way, to do a future episode on mental health of men. But yeah, it, yeah, it's a much needed topic. Uh, that that sparked a memory, though. I was complaining, I think, that week where I'm like. You know, I'm sniffling, I'm running and snot's running out my nose and it's, it's raining here and it's, you know, it's 60, 60 some degrees and raining, which sucks. Yeah. And I get a response video to, to my posting within the group from one of the guys who's in like Minneapolis that has to run in the snow. And he's like, we have three feet of snow here on the ground and I'm in my fucking ski gear (laughs) and I'm out. He's not even running. He's like shuffling, you know, it takes him forever, but he's like, I'm still out doing it. Basically it was like, man up. Wow. Because like, man up, look what I have to go through. Right. Right. Man up. You know, at the time I wasn't really in that mind, you know, the space I am today where I'm like, I probably would have told him to go fuck himself today. I'd have been like, man up. Like, dude, I'm not, it doesn't make me any more of a man because I'm aware of how my body feels and what it's telling me. Like that probably makes me. Right. A more evolved man, if anything, I guess maybe I would say, but I'm not a fucking caveman. That's how <laughs> run through the snow. <laughs> From caveman to evolved man. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of that culture under the surface of things that that cause us as men to um show up. Like the reason we show up is because we're not going to be called a pussy. The reason we show up is because we don't want somebody to say we weren't being a man. And it's just, that's such a different relationship to your personal development than you being the artist of your own life and saying, what do I really want from this experience? You only live once like YOLO. Like, what do you, how do you want to design it? Design something around your intention that actually would inspire you to show up instead of this whole stupid, you know, beating yourself like a martyr for what for, for results else. to prove you're a man to prove you're yeah. a man that's why i do this to prove i'm a man because i didn't I love, know i was so i should prove it to myself when i when i do this and i mean this might just be a marketing thing you know everything i do it's like with an intent 
on how I make that person feel. Sure. So like when I'm doing my marketing stuff, that's what I'm, I'm always keeping in mind. Like, you know, how, 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 how is a client going to feel when they read that email? How's, how is one of our users going to feel when they see that messaging? When I do this stuff for myself, it's in that same Hmm. mindset. How am I going to feel when I hit that goal? Hmm. And there's very specific verbiage that we use. And this is now I'm going off another tangent in the marketing realm. Uh, These magic words that I, that I am trying to like put together a course on, but the, the very intentional phrase of I am, hmm. that's not even a phrase, two words, I am going to, I am going to feel this way when I'm done with this, like being super intentional. And, and the, that's like the NLP language. Like I, I am going to feel like a million bucks when I look in the mirror and I've lost you know two inches of belly fat and my arms are bigger and well, you know, that's whatever. I am going to feel so much better after these workouts. You know, you can get as granular as you want. I am, I, I am going to feel great the more I post topics or content or you know, whatever the damn daily thing is that I'm doing. I am going to feel great when that's done. And I just keep telling myself that every time we do this, then it just gets fun. Like now I, I woke up today and I'm like excited to go do my things because I know how it's going to make me feel. I'm going to feel great when I have accomplished my four things today. Nice. So, I mean, it's just these little mind tricks. And as long as you can get in that mindset and get rid of that little dickhead on your shoulder, that's telling you otherwise, or at least be able to combat him with that and win at the end of the day, then that that's, that's the difference in, in, in having like having a goal versus having a plan and my plan right. and tactics and everything I need to do on a daily basis. Like, I own it and I know how it's going to make me feel. And that's why I'm excited to go do it every day. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, that's probably a good place to wrap. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me, me yakking for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, I just like, it, I think we came full circle, you know, like at some level it's about owning, owning this journey for yourself and no, nobody yep. has the right to call you names <laughs> or to challenge your manhood. <laughs> you know, like it's your life, design it. And um, if you're interested in learning um, uh, more about the Lumen Project, which is a community of men who are um, engaged in this very conversation, like we are all in motion around our own games we're playing, right? Like how we're how we're playing our game called life and the structures we've built around that. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to thelumenproject.com forward slash invite and you'll see uh, a video of Jeff and I talking about the community and an application uh to join if you'd like to join so yep yeah any any last words final thoughts live on purpose mm. live with purpose mm. <laughs> yeah i love that yeah so good awesome good episode jeff thank you we'll catch you next yep. time yeah thanks guys